This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 726. Should you haggle the price? How to know when to bargain and when not to bargain in the U.S. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, where you'll finally get real native English conversation and fluency for business and life. We believe in connection, not perfection, when it comes to learning English. Now, here are your hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Boston and New York City, USA. Today, we answer a listener question about bargaining and haggling when it comes to buying things in the United States. This is a complicated cultural topic, but we'll tack it today and we'll give you a few clear takeaways for more shopping success. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, Michelle. How you doing? Hey, Lindsay. I'm good. How are you? Good. I am excited for today's episode. We've got some interesting stuff to go into today. Michelle, did you go shopping this past weekend? No, I didn't. I didn't go this past weekend. You didn't buy anything like food, clothes, Oh, well, you know what? I did buy I did buy food. You're right. I did buy some food at the grocery store. Oh, did you ask for a discount when you went to the grocery store? Or did you uh, try to barter anything, you know, bargain, anything like that? No? No, no. Oh. Not at the grocery store, no. <laughs> no, why not? <laughs> I don't know. That would be weird. That would be weird. <laughs> I agree. I agree. So, guys, before we get into today's topic, we're going to be talking about bartering, negotiating, when and where can we do it in the States. I know it's very different here than your country, probably, so this is a good episode. But before we get into it, today you're going to want the transcript. So go to allearsenglish.com forward slash subscribe and you can save 50%. We'll send them to you every week. It would be very cool. All right. Perfect. So Michelle, today we got a great question from a listener about how to ask for a lower price. And we'll get into how to do it. But today I wanted to talk not just about how to do it, but also when should we do it? When uh. is it appropriate or is it appropriate? Is it just plain rude? So let's read our listener's question here. Could okay. you read it for us? Yes, this is from Sebastian. Yes. Okay, so, so Sebastian says, Thank you, Lindsay and Michelle. Guys, I have a question, but I don't know where to post it in order to get your answer. My question is, which expressions can I use to ask for a cheaper price in a transaction? For example, in Colombia, we say, En cuanto me to that? Yeah, en cuanto me lo deja. <laughs> me lo, oh, me lo, that's an L. Okay, me lo deja, yeah. or uh, por qué tan caro? Was that okay? Yeah, tan caro. Uh, yes, good. Okay. Very good, Michelle. Uh, Your Spanish is awesome. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, guys. I hope you, uh, I can, I hope you understand me. By the way, <laughs> I have improved a lot of my listening skills listening to your podcast. Thank you. Great job. Thank you for listening, Sebastian. Sorry for my terrible Spanish. Oh, that's okay. That's okay. My French is horrible in any other language. 
<laughs> That's all right. So actually, when I got this question, I had a visceral reaction. And I think part of it is because um, I sell things like I sell English lessons and things as a, as a business owner. But my visceral reaction was, ooh, I kind of cringed. Mm. And I think some of that is cultural. Because I I think that negotiating in the U.S. is much less common than other countries. Yeah. Um, and it's only done in certain situations. But then we're also going to show you the other side. Some people think we can negotiate in a lot of different places. Um, but so Michelle, where in the U.S. can we definitely negotiate? Okay, so if we are like buying a car, that's expected. That's expected. Totally. Yeah, absolutely. Anything else? Um, You know, we have those like craft fairs or markets. So maybe like a farmer's market. It, dep- it kind of depends. Yeah. And also, I would say, obviously, if you're buying a house, but that's not really bartering. That's like a negotiation. That's a bigger situation with lawyers and real estate agents. And so that's not exactly the same. Oh, you're not yeah. going to say, you're not going to say, can you give me a discount? Right. It's a very no, different no, no. vocabulary said, but we do obviously negotiate price in that situation. Um, what about buying a mattress? Oh, that's, it could be. I think it could be. Yeah, I think so, too. I was doing a little bit of Google research to try to think of situations, honestly, in the U.S. where we can negotiate because I had a hard time coming up with them. I couldn't think of many situations. Maybe we can add to this list today with you, Michelle. But I saw online that, you know, you could definitely negotiate the price of a mattress because that's one of the big ticket things. It's not huge like a car, but it's a pretty expensive thing that's actually very heavily marked up. The price is always very heavily marked up um, when you see it on the floor. Yeah. So yeah. And sometimes like they have like, uh, you know, sales that had just happened or that are about mm-hmm. to happen. So you can mm-hmm. kind of like if it's like, you know, the holiday sale or whatever, I guess maybe I don't know. I It's been a long time yeah. since I bought a mattress. Yeah, exactly. I don't <laughs> think I negotiated on my mat. Well, actually, I think I did. Actually, <laughs> it was with my mom when I bought my mattress in 2014. I think we did negotiate the price actually. Uh, at Sears, but that's like the probably the last time I've negotiated any prices in the U.S. So that's been three uh, years. <laughs> I actually, okay. I know we negotiated on our computers when we bought new laptops mm. because we bought two of them. Okay, that's a good example. So, so electronics, exactly. yeah, yeah, so you, that's a you can't. Yeah. I mean, it's you know, it's a little bit harder, but also sometimes, um, sorry, sometimes you do like a uh, places will do maybe like a price match. If you okay. say, oh, well, here I have there, it's for this. So like, yeah, that could be with, yeah. usually with electronics or something like that. Okay. So pricier items, that sort of thing, right? Slightly pricier things like electronics. The other thing that I thought of was flea markets, like yeah. when you're buying or like garage sales, old yeah, antiques. Yeah, yeah, sure. That guy. But but as we said in the beginning, when you go to Whole Foods and you buy like sushi or you buy lettuce no. and apples or you no, go to no, CVS no, no, and no. you buy a toothbrush, you're absolutely not going to negotiate, right? No. <laughs> no, they're going to look at, at you like you have three heads. Yeah. But I but but I think that yeah, I'm not sure guys about in your countries and you go to the grocery store. I'm not sure. But I know in different countries, many things are negotiable, many more things than in the U.S. So. But it also depends on your perspective, because I found an interesting article in Forbes. um, And actually, I have an excerpt to read about how to bargain at a retail store. So, Michelle, would you read this quote? I have a link to the article, guys, um, in in our blog post, but we'll just read you the quote. Um, Would you read that quote, Michelle? Yes. Okay. 
About 20 years ago, Herb Cohen was sitting in Bergdorf Goodman as his wife spent hours trying on different dresses, an experience undoubtedly shared by many men. (laughs) When she came over to show me what dress she was buying, I asked her how much it was. When When they told me the price, I asked, and what scarf will you be throwing in with that? The sales assistant immediately pulled out a scarf and included it free of charge. <laughs> okay. So this is from an article in Forbes called um, How to Bargain at Retail. And again, retail is you know clothes shopping, for example, and something we don't normally think about bargaining at. But this guy gives us an example of where he might think about bargaining. So it's not illegal to say something like that. But no. there are a couple of things to, th- to keep in mind. This guy's a man. And I feel like often men would be more likely to do that. I mean, it's not it's not a good thing. I mean, we encourage women to do it. But I feel like often our society kind of gives men that power a bit more. Huh. Um, unfortunately, I mean, we're not saying women can't. I'm just saying like there may be more inclination to do it. Yeah. Right. Could and be. also, what if, what's the other thing about this man, Herb Cohen? Her so he comment. was he was a, a negotiation expert and business consultant. <laughs> right. So, of course, he was looking for places to negotiate. So that's how that guy's different from the mainstream. But um, but he's the outlier. Like most people, like ninety nine point nine percent of people are not going to go bargain for a pair of jeans at the mall. Do you agree with that? Michelle? Yeah, I, I agree. I would feel very uncomfortable. <laughs> Yeah, we don't advise it. <laughs> uh, you might get a really rude. I, I just feel like it's a, it can be tasteless if you do it in the wrong place. Right, right. You guys, Um, it's like negotiate. I mean, it's like an art. I mean, so this guy, like you said, he is like an expert. So some people, they just, they're just good at it. They're smooth. Like, yeah, you know, they have that gift to be able to say these things and they, you know, they're willing to, to like ask for a little bit more. And I like that, you know, throw in the scarf and, sometimes you just have to, you know, not be afraid to ask, but it has to be in the right way. So. It has to be in the right way because if you do it in the wrong way, it can be quite offensive. And we're going to show you guys the right phrases um, to to use here to try to not be offensive, but to be assertive. Um, but I mean, you also have to know, like sometimes people just don't necessarily want your business that bad. It depends on what they're selling, but it's just not everything is negotiable in the U.S. So don't take your cultural frames of thinking that you can negotiate for everything in your country and bringing it here is what I'm trying to say. Do you agree with that? Right. Yeah, 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 I agree. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that is also especially true for things that are kind of like made with by hand where you can see the person truly thinks of this thing as an art and they put a lot of work into it. If you come up to them and you treat it like a commodity, you say, oh, how much can I, you know, what kind of discount will you give me on that? It can be very offensive. Right, right, exactly. Yeah, but this is a really American perspective. So here's another quote from that same article. Actually, it's kind of a long quote, Michelle, so I'll read the first part. Okay. So it says, while Americans are used to bargaining for car prices, in our culture, we feel mo- uh, most ticket prices are set in stone. This is someone from a different culture. but Oh, sorry, from American culture. But women in all other cultures are hagglers. No one believes the ticket price is the real price. You want to read the next part, Michelle? Okay, sorry. I'm. I, I somehow I lost you a little bit. That's okay. Ah, we're, oh, oh, here we go. Have you? Um, 
from Have You, right? Yeah, actually, yeah. the next one, the, the next paragraph. Oh, oh sorry, sorry. sorry. Yeah, Cohen okay. says non-hagglers are in the minority. The United States, Canada, Australia, and parts of England are the only places people don't negotiate. Mm-hmm. Every other country, you are expected to negotiate when making a purchase. Yeah. And then this article goes on to say, in the U.S., men are more likely to bargain than women. According to Consumer Reports Survey, 68% of men tried to talk down prices during the last three years compared to 58% of women. Although both genders were equally successful when they attempted to negotiate, although I don't know if I believe that, (laughs) 46% of women said the process made them feel so uncomfortable that they rarely, if ever, tried it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Okay. What's the next part? Mm-hmm. So, but shying away from bargaining could be costing you a chunk of change. While many see negotiating as demeaning, Cohen says the only people who can afford to pay the ticket price mm. are the ones negotiating and ultimately saving money. Interesting point. So we're trying to line up two con- contradicting ideas here, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what we're doing here. So we're giving you guys that ambiguity to think through it yourself. Um, but it's interesting. It's an interesting point that he made here at the end. It's probably true. Probably a lot of the millionaires and billionaires do negotiate a lot. But the question is, are they being respectful? Right, 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 right. Yeah, that's a good point. That's really interesting. So but I still stand by my perspective here. And and my advice is, guys, in the US, just be very careful and stick to those certain situations that we're talking about today to negotiate. Don't try to be that jerk who goes and negotiates something when you shouldn't, especially when <laughs> clearly like the person is feeling offended by that. I mean, you could try if, you know, it feels like an open minded environment, but just be careful. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, you got to be able to read, read the environment and judge whether or not you think it's appropriate. Yeah, exactly. So let's give our listeners some phrases. This is what our listener originally asked for. Finally, we're going to get to the phrases, guys. (laughs) Let's imagine that we're at a garage sale, which is one of the places we had said that we could probably negotiate, use the stuff, right? We're negotiating an antique lamp that we've we've seen. And we like it, but the price is $45 and we think that's too high for that lamp. Okay. Uh So what could you say, Michelle, to open it up? Okay, you could say, I'll give you $30. Okay, that's pretty objective. You might want to dress that up with a few other things. Oh, hey, I really like this lamp. It's beautiful, but right. seems a little over, a little, a little out of my price range, right? It's a little out of my price range. Right, right, right. That would price be good. Price range, I'll give you $30. Um, another thing we could say is, can you go any lower on this? Yeah, I like that. I like that. Okay, what else, Michelle? Um, you could say, how about $30? Like, oh, I really, I, I really like this. Um, mm-hmm. how about $30? Good. Um, and then we could propose a bundle, right? Cause that's, you, you have to understand, obviously you guys know this cause you negotiate in your home countries. If you are offering to buy more things, then they're more likely to give you a discount. And you mentioned that about the electronics, right? If I got the antique lamp and the sofa, what kind of discount could you give me? Right. Okay? Exactly. Yeah. That's okay. good. Yeah. So what are some takeaways, Michelle, some tips here for our listeners? Okay. Well, first of all, you know, don't whine, right? Like, don't say like, why is it so expensive? Be calm and cool and, you know, not don't like panic. Yeah. And these might be tips that may not be the case in your culture, right? There's, I feel like there's all kinds of norms around negotiating and haggling that we might not be aware of, right? Yeah. Yeah. And the next one is don't keep pushing if it's clear they aren't interested in negotiating. Right. Because then you're likely to make someone uh, ask you to leave. (laughs) Right, right, right. Right. Okay. 
Uh, and then the last one is don't be obnoxious and don't lie. So like, oh, I saw a lamp like this down the street for $20. You know, like I said, sometimes places, I mean, I don't really do this, but I haven't really tried it much, but um, do like a price match if you show them something. Oh, like, yeah. Uh, yeah. So but don't don't just, you know. But that's but that's a little different because that's like a, a setup system that they already have. They're asking you to price match it. You know, they're right, asking exactly. you to go and find a lower price. That. Yeah, but this is like more at the garage sale. I'd be like, yeah. oh, well, I just went down the street and I found no, this that's lamp for 20. That's yeah. just rude. I mean, and that might be okay in your culture, guys. That's the thing. I don't know. Everyone's culture is different. But to me, this is a matter of being respectful in the world, respecting people. And it's just, it's just it's it's obnoxious if you say that, especially to a small garage sale where it's a family just wanting to sell their stuff. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, Michelle, do you have any closing like thoughts on this? Anything? Um, yeah. I mean, well, this is like a very cultural thing, right? So, yeah. I mean, if you're traveling, read some guidebooks. You know, they might give you some tips, right? Or if you're actually living in a place, then observe the people, right, Lindsay? Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's why that's really why what it comes back to, because going back to our original question from our listener here from Sebastian, the question was what he asked us was, um, how much will you give it to me for? And why is it so expensive? He wanted the translation from Spanish into that. Right. But those those kind of phrases, I feel like they could be a little bit offensive in different places. So that's what it comes back to today. Okay, guys. So I, uh, you know, if you have any questions here, you probably do come back to our blog 725 and ask the question at the end of the blog post and come back. Let us know what it is in your culture. Is it okay to negotiate? Yes or no? How would it be different? Your advice if you were talking to someone from your own culture coming into your own culture? I love this topic. Very cool. Very cool. Great question. Good question. Okay, Michelle, we are out of here for today. It's been good. I hope you feel better with Thank that you. voice. Okay. Thank you. Bye, Lindsay. All right, take care. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, follow our show wherever you listen to podcasts to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time.